Today's episode is brought to you by Tortilla Familia. Guys, I love Mexican food. I am hauntingly close to becoming one of those people who like make liking tacos their entire personality, but I love tacos and burritos and quesadillas. Okay, I love it all. I love all Mexican food and with Mexican food, I normally like keep it simple. I'm a little picky. Um, when it comes to sauces and stuff, but really all I need is like a good protein option, some veggies, lots of cheese if possible. But really, when it comes to my favorite Mexican food favorites, they're only as good as the tortilla that you wrap them in. And that's why I love Tortilla Familia. They ship fresh made, great tasting, authentic tortillas right to your door. And these tortillas are truly delicious. They're so good. They're thin and they crisp up so well when you heat them up. And they're also just like so good to snack on by themselves or even when you throw them in like, you know, to the microwave with a little bit of cheese on it for a quick lunch for your picky five-year-old eater. That might be, like, a little specific um, to me and my situation, but whatever. They make good quesadillas, and they're just really good tortillas. And the coolest thing about Tortilla Familia is that they even have a cool tortilla subscription service. Clearly, I know I get, like, a little too excited about things, and maybe I should probably get out more since a tortilla subscription service is, like, so thrilling to me. But knowing that I have fresh made tortillas shipped right to me right when I need them, like, because I run out of them, and then the subscription knows that, and then they send me more. Truly, one of my greatest luxuries in life, and I love these tortillas. I want you all to try them, so I have a code. Go to tortillafam.com and use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off your purchase. Again, that's tortillafam.com. Use code WANNACHAT for 10% off your purchase. Go get yourself some tortillas. They also make really good gifts. I brought them to a favorite things party like a couple months ago. It was a big hit. Big hit. Everyone that I've showed these tortillas to have really loved them, and I think you will too. Okay, now on with the show. Hello. Hi. Welcome to today's super cool, super casual, super low-key episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and we have just a fun little mailbag episode today. I do this every so often and it feels like kind of self-indulgent to like open up the forum for questions, you know, like as if anybody cares. But I do this every so often when the celebrity gossip world is, uh, you know, plateauing and there's not much to talk about. Um, surely we could have found something to talk about, like with the Kardashians or something. But, you know, there's no need. There's no real need. Um, so I decided to go on my Instagram story this week and um, ask for just kind of like anything that people want a deep dive or more information on or just kind of like a general question and answer. Um, so I'm going to blow through these. There's a myriad of topics on here. There's a lot, lots to discuss, a little something for everybody. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I hope that's okay with everybody, right? The cool thing about this is that I am um, won't really find out if it's cool with everybody until later after I like upload it because if it's not cool with everyone then I could just deal with the consequences of my poor actions via um low downloads anyway without any further ado I took the questions from my Instagram I put them in my little notes app thing and I wrote like little abridged versions of each question so if you asked a question and it sounds like what you asked but doesn't sound like how you worded it that's just because I'm lazy and uh, there's no copy and paste on Instagram anyway let's go somebody asked me to talk about love is blind um, and I think that's a good way to start off this podcast because second week in a row guys 
I went on TikTok and I just said like a fun fact about Love is Blind and uh, and it got viewed a lot. Um, so that was nice. But fun fact about me, I don't actually watch Love is Blind. I know that this question was asked by somebody who came over from TikTok um, that wanted to know like more scoop about Love is Blind as if I had, you know, the hot goss about it. As if I had the hot gossip. But long story short, I kept seeing memes about these gold wine glasses that they had in like every scene of Love is Blind. And I'm in a ton of Facebook groups. Is that a surprise to anybody? It shouldn't be. I'm in a ton of Facebook groups about reality TV and The Bachelor. And like you guys know that I reported on The Bachelor for years, like years ago. Um, so I'm kind of like, you know, just I I know the editing tricks so when I started seeing all the memes about the same kind of like, you know, accessories and prop pieces, like in every scene, such as the like opaque wine glasses, I was like, okay, that must be like an editing thing because The Bachelor did that throughout like every season. Like there's always like, they can't actually eat their food because they don't want it to show up in editing because the, what they're trying to achieve here is they gave everybody these gold opaque wine glasses. So then when the camera is filming them and like the glasses in the background or they're holding the glass or something, nobody will be able to look at the amount of liquid in each glass and be able to like put together timeline issues because how they film Love is Blind is they like film, 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 so much footage. They splice it all together they don't show things how they happened actually like chronologically. So if those were clear glasses, you could be seeing a conversation with an empty glass and then the next time it cuts over to them, the glass could be full, vice versa, whatever. So if they just make all the glasses opaque, then that, you know, fixes like a contuity issue anyway. So that's why the glasses are, you know, these obnoxious gold color and like in every scene. But I actually don't watch Love is Blind. I need to start but this, I'm watching so many things and I didn't love season one. Season one hit right before quarantine. Like I remember I was on a trip to Disneyland with my friends like a week before COVID had hit. Kind of like scary to say that, right? Scary as if, anyway, that would be a tangent. Right before COVID hit, we were like all together. All my friends were really into Love is Blind and I tried to like watch one episode with them. I'm like, ah, this does, it's just like not fast paced enough. I don't know. I should give season season two a try just because there's so much content out there. Um, and I love attention. So if I can continue to report on it, that'd be good. But alas, probably won't watch it. But anyway, sorry to the person that asked for more Love is Blind scoop. All I have is the, the thing about the glasses. Oh, and then I should add as well. The idea about the glasses became like a widespread idea. I saw it on Juliet Littman's Instagram story um, after I had like seen the the rumblings about it on Facebook groups. Anyway, so that's why I made the TikTok. It wasn't an original thought. I did not come up with it. Anyway. Um, okay. Another listener. That sounds stupid because I actually know this person. My friend Michelle asked, um, what is your current celebrity interest slash fixation? I know you have one, lol. Funny that you ask, Michelle. Here we go. Here we are. Um, if you are a longtime listener of I Just Want to Chat, you know that I 
live my life going from celebrity deep dive to celebrity deep dive. And if I'm not deep diving on something, I'm like hyper fixated on something. It's a really, really cool way to, you know, live life. It's really, uh, really accomplishes a lot. Imagine if I put all this energy to like a job or something, you know, but anyway, earlier this summer and pretty much throughout the second half of 2021, it was all Bo Burnham inside, right? Bo Burnham inside was the only thing I cared about. Only thing I thought about would constantly just YouTube clips of Bo Burnham talking, whatever. And still, Bo Burnham inside is a big interest of mine, but I have since moved on. Other past fixations include Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour. Was really, really into that for a while. Watched every single YouTube clip of her ever. Very normal behavior. I've lived my life through... I've survived multiple John Mayer phases, which isn't great, and I shouldn't advertise that, especially, you know, we've all, like, heard about Jessica Simpson's book, whatever, but he's a problematic fave. I love him. I've lived... Uh, uh, I'm professional. My goodness. Um, lived through many John Mayer phases. You know, there was that whole phase. I made a podcast episode about it where I was really, really into Alexander Skarsgård's love life, um, and I spent many hours digging and doing detective work online, figuring out like which models he was following and when and trying to put that together. Again, imagine what I could accomplish if I used any of this brain space for literally anything else. But as of right now, I'd say that there's two things that's kind of taking up my noggin, some noggin space. Um, as always, I'm always interested in what Robert Pattinson is doing. And he finally just like publicly came out and uh admitted that he's dating Sookie Waterhouse and like they've been dating for four years but they never really were like they never really talked about it in the press but I've been following this situation closely because he's releasing Batman as we all know and his girlfriend model slash actress I guess um she just released an album or she's releasing it, I think, the same week that Batman comes out. You know, couldn't be a coincidence. But uh, I've been digging into a lot of conspiracy theories I have about that because I have a conspiracy that he's just, like, bankrolling her entire music career. Um, and I do have a couple receipts to prove it, but I don't have enough evidence to back it up and, like, report on it without sounding like a complete and total psychopath. So as of right now, I'm going to continue my investigations and um, withhold this information until I have a concrete thesis to defend and show everybody. Um, but yeah, but like they both just publicly like decided to start talking about one another. He went on the Jimmy Kimmel show and he like, it, it was very weird because when you watch the celebrity talk shows and you're like, you know, well versed in media language and you know how these celebrities go on and their talking points and you can kind of see how um because like each celebrity when they go on a talk show they have a pre-interview and so you know like they have their pre-interview oh like these are like the two or three quirky stories that I'll kind of tell and then the person performing the pre-interview will let the talk show host know the talk show host is able to through his writers and I'm saying his because it's normally always like a male talk show host because we only have like one female talk show host that does this anyway um they through their writers come up with like ways to naturally bring up the pre-interview questions into conversation um but the celebrity will always know what they're going to go on there and talk about 
And in Robert Pattinson's Jimmy Kimmel interview, it's worth the watch, by the way. It's very good. I was able to tell from like minute three on that one of his talking points was to bring up Sookie Waterhouse and to like bring up his girlfriend because there was one time where he like almost mentioned her and then Jimmy Kimmel cut her off or cut him off. And then he like backtracks and tries to bring it up again. Jimmy Kimmel is like on some other kind of weird thing, like making like a sex joke or something. And then Robert Pattinson backtracks again, even though Jimmy Kimmel was kind of moving the conversation away. Robert Pattinson's like, oh, yeah, I was at the movie theater with my girlfriend. She was crying when she watched Batman. She had a tear roll down her face. And then Jimmy Kimmel decided to be, like, gross and sexual and stuff again. Anyway, but it was just very interesting to see that after, like, four years, right around now when her album's coming out that Robert Pattinson is bankrolling, the truth comes out. They're now talking about each other in interviews. Anyway. Just little things like that. So anyway, very interested in that. And also, um, I recently decided to try to learn everything I possibly can about the band Fleetwood Mac. Um, cause I know that there is a whole world of celebrity gossip out there that relies solely on the Fleetwood Mac album rumors. And I like, I know the, the baseline story, you know, like I know the bare details but I know that there's more out there. Not more out there, meaning like I just need to, you know, read a book. There's a couple things I want to read. I've been trying to find like a good podcast series about it. Maybe I should be the change I want to see in the world and I should create the series once I become an expert. But um, I really just want to know everything about Fleetwood Mac and that whole drama. Because um, in my mind, I always thought that the Fleetwood Mac drama surrounding rumors happened and then it was done. I didn't realize that, like, it's still ongoing and, like, their music can't be licensed in certain ways and blah, blah, blah. Um, and what kind of turned me on to the story was I was listening to the Big Picture podcast, which is, like, it's my favorite. One of my favorite podcasts. It's about movies. Anyway, there was a question that they were asked where it was, like, what celebrity story do you want, like, a biopic on? And the host said... She needs a movie about rumors because it's, like, such a juicy story. But, of course, like, the band members would never agree to do anything together and, like, sign away the rights to the story and the music and everything. Um, so, long story short, I need to learn everything I can about Fleetwood Mac right now. Or I need to live, let's see. 50 or 60 more years until Fleetwood Mac's Rumors album becomes enters into the public domain. And then I could watch a biopic about it. 50 or 60 years down the line. Anyway, hopefully I could figure out a solution sooner than that. But if not, I'm, I'm willing to, uh, I'm willing to wait. Anyway, so those are my two latest uh, celebrity deep dives. Robert Pattinson and Sookie Waterhouse. There's a conspiracy of Bruin. And, um, you know, the Fleetwood Mac situation, uh, about the Rumors album. Anyway, next, somebody wrote, someone said Hailey Bieber is pregnant. Um, I have not heard that. I don't know who that someone is saying it, but that will lead me to, like, my next rant. When will pop stars perform at the concerts that they're scheduled to go to? 
that like they tell their their ticket holders that they'll go and perform. Yet again, another pop star decided to kick Las Vegas Wilds down on the heels of Adele evacuating the city and taking her crew with her, even though she says that she's going to um, have her show come in 2022. Uh, I don't believe it because her crew members just uh, moved out. So anyway, Justin Bieber canceled his show the day before he was supposed to perform. Um, they say it's COVID related. Really anything could be COVID related right now, right? I was like complaining about something to my friends earlier and it was crazy that like in the complaints, like as I was, you know, just ranting, I was like, really just the issue is COVID. And then everyone was like, oh yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, it is COVID. Um, so really COVID could be blamed for anything. Um, and if he had to somehow cancel because of Haley Bieber's pregnancy, you know, there's got to be a better way. Unless, like, her health was in peril, then yes, please cancel. But I think he canceled, like, a handful of shows. And I also read that the night before was his, like, tour opener. Like, he had only done one show for his tour. Um, I heard that he was, like, two hours late to the stage. So the level of professionalism from Justin Bieber... Um, he's really just producing what he's always produced, uh, you know, professionally. Um, must I remind everybody that I went to a show of his in like, was it December? I can't remember. Anyway, and it wasn't his show. It was like a charity event that Shaq was hosting that like my friend had free tickets to. I went with my sister and my friend and he just like went up there and like paced around the stage. Not Shaq. Shaq was great. Justin Bieber paced around the stage. Didn't really sing. Didn't look at anybody. He like wore these dad sunglasses. He did not want to be in that room and he was probably being paid like a copious amount of money. Anyway. <sighs> if Haley Bieber is pregnant, congratulations. I'm actually shocked that she has not been pregnant yet. Um, anyway. Okay. Next question. Um, this one comes from an OG. I just want to chat listener, uh, who was around when I used to do my bachelor recap episodes. I used to always on my bachelor recap episodes, um, talk about the state of the union in the bachelor franchise. That was like a phrase I used a lot. And most episodes ended or began with saying like, here's everything that happened on the bachelor this week. But here's like the state of the union talking about like the influencers and everything. Someone said, uh, what is the current state of the union in Bachelor Nation? And uh, let me just say, I feel like the OG Bachelor influencers, and when I say OG Bachelor influencers, I am talking Chris Souls' season extending to, <clears throat> I'll lump Colton in here, sure extending yeah okay because Kaylin and Hannah Brown are both involved okay I'm gonna say yeah Crystals to Colton Underwood that tribe is thriving they're doing really well um the OGs are still raking in the money Hannah Goodwin just uh did like an apartment tour of her San Diego apartment. And I think that they're moving or something, but opulent that 
that's like one way to describe that apartment. It was insane. And I know that like her fiance had money prior to The Bachelor and like had like a good like IT job or something, I think. Um, but you know, that's just like all spawn con internet money. And it was insane. So anyway, the State of the Union for the OD influencers, they're doing great. Ashley I, she had her baby with Jared. Nick Vial is still uh, dating that 23-year-old. I'm sure she's older now, but, like, he seems happy. You know, uh, Garrett from Becca's season is still uh, appealing to the audience that he wants to appeal to. You know, things are constantly staying the same. They're staying constant. Um, as far as beyond Colton's season goes, so now we're talking about, like, Peter's girls... Matt James's girls. I have no idea what's going on with the show right now. Like, I tried to start the season, and frankly, like, there's just too many things I actually want to watch, so I haven't really kept up with it. Um, I couldn't tell you the name of one person on the season of The Bachelor. And normally, like, I didn't follow Matt James's season that closely, but normally, I feel like even if you're not watching, there's certain stars every season that kind of like seep through the public consciousness. And even if you're not watching, you're still kind of aware of something or like you're seeing the memes from the show or something, but not so much anymore with this season. So I think truly, I think that The Bachelor's star is starting to uh, dim a little bit because you think about The Bachelor influencers that they've had since Colton season like I mean of course we have Matt James and Rachel but that's like a whole other host onto itself you know and then we have like who's the biggest one Hannah Ann Hannah Ann every time I see her content I truly think like okay this was like a lab grown AI version of an influencer like you know those tweets or like those stories where it's like I programmed this bot to watch every episode of Degrassi and I made it create a script or whatever. I feel like somebody created a bot. Is that really how things work? I don't really know how computers compute. But I truly feel like somebody created a bot to consume all Bachelor influencer content for years and years. And then through the ether... Thus came Hannah Ann. I don't even know Hannah Ann's last name. But literally everything about her. The way she looks. The content that she creates. She's like now dating some dude on the Rams or whatever. Every time she creates anything, I'm like, this is like, this is like when a Netflix show wants to be like, wants to introduce an influencer character. And they're like, look, this influencer is going to teach us how to bake. Oh, but also she loves to take selfies. Like, I think that that's Hannah Ann. So anyway, post Colton Underwood, post the OG Bachelor uh, influencers were left with like Hannah Ann, uh, Maddie Prue, uh, who uh, is like super Christian, good on her, but she like, she found her lane and then she like leaned into, into that lane, you know? Um, and I can't really think of anybody. And like, the thing is too, they all just constantly cancel each other. Like Tay Mocha, Taylor Mocha 
popped up on my For You page a couple days ago, and I was like, ah, oh my goodness, Taylor Mocha, I haven't heard that name in 15 years. Um, because she had been canceled, but she was canceling people for years before that, and they all just, like, there's so many apologies, and they're always having to apologize, and they're always having to, like, say, oh, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do better, I'm going to do the work, you know? And it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot, you know? So the state of the of Bachelor Nation currently, I don't know, ma'am. I don't know. Anyway, um, somebody threw me a bone and decided to ask uh, what happens when the queen dies. Uh, that was like a text submission today, not even in the question box because they saw that I made a TikTok about it. Um, and what happens when the queen dies is actually like a very precise uh, like there's a very precise protocol for when the queen of England dies. So this is all like reporting that was done on the guardian.com. And there's a really, really cool YouTube video, um, from vanity fair where they like kind of narrate everything that's going to happen. They give you a timeline, but basically, um, this conversation, conversation was spurred because, uh, there was this like random account, like the Hollywood, something some like celebrity gossip meme page that just like reposts e-news level of news um they decided to just report that the queen was dead today and they're like we have our sources we've never lied um and like when people called them out and they're like really like you're saying that the queen of england is dead like they're telling you before like anyone else like you have sources with the queen like you random instagram page with like a million followers um and they like doubled down and they're like, we've never lied. We've always reported the correct things. We have great sources. Anyway, so that's why I made a TikTok today, just kind of listing out the things that uh, will happen after the queen passes away. So number one, right when she passes away, first of all, immediately Prince Charles becomes the king. Unfortunately, there's no, um, for a while people were, people were kind of wondering if he would like abdicate the throne and just give it over to William. But I don't, I'd never thought for a minute that that would happen. This man has waited his entire life to be the king. And also he doesn't seem like a good dude. So I can't see him just like passing it over to William, like just to be nice. He, and now also that Camilla Parker Bowl, Parker Bowles is going to be the queen instead of the queen consort. Uh, like the current queen said that like that will be her title. Um, that kind of solidified it for me. Like, oh yeah, he'll definitely not abdicate. Anyway, immediately Charles will become king, King Charles. And then the queen's secretary, um, Edward Young, he's going to contact um, the prime minister. Heads of state are going to be you know, informed. The queen is like currently, um, like England still has like their hands in a ton of governments, like throughout the world. There was like 37 things that they like still have some kind of political influence on. She's still the head of state or head of country or whatever for like 15 different places. Anyway, all those governments are going to be alerted. And then at that point, the press is alerted. And then after the press is alerted, they're allowed to say things. There will be like an official announcement placed outside of the palace. And then they'll let the press come to this one certain part of the palace um, or like right outside of it, you know, camp out. 
Um, and then from that point begins a 12 day process of like Charles having to go all around England and like, you know, let people pay their respects to him. And then he's, uh, they'll like get her casket ready. There'll be a processional through London, um, where like her casket is just going to be like in a carriage, like drawn around the town. Um, what else will happen? On day nine, all, like, life in London stops until the funeral that will happen 12 days past her death. So, nine days past her death, businesses closed, banks closed, stores closed. I was trying to figure out if school is closed. I was really trying to, like, get a firm answer on that, but I couldn't figure it out. Um, I think it's because in England, they call high school university? What is it? They call high school college. Anyway, long story short, they have different names for the level of school that they're at there. And they were saying that like university will be canceled. And I think that university is just college. From my time watching Normal People, the show on Hulu, I think they call it uni. And also my time listening to Ed Sheeran back in my Ed Sheeran hyperfixation. Anyway, some school will be closed at least. Anyway, on day 9 to 12, the public is allowed to, like, go and pay their respects to her casket. And then on day 12 is the funeral and, like, life will stop. It will be, like, a huge event. Anyway, needless to say, whenever the death of the queen happens, it's not going, it's not going to be reported on a celebrity gossip Instagram page. So we could all be rest assured that that will not happen. Anyway, I hope that that answers that question. But again, there's a really, really good, um, there's a really good video on Vanity Fair about it on YouTube. Um, if you just YouTube London Bridge is down, that's like the code word for the queen dying. Um, you'll, you'll find the video. Anyway, somebody asked what's going on with Taylor Swift. People are reporting that she's engaged. But, like, when you check the source, the source that everybody is quoting is Life and Style Magazine. And I'm pretty sure Life and Style Magazine, like, reports that Jen and, like, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Brad Pitt are going to get back together, like, three times a year. So we're not really going to trust Life and Style Magazine. That being said, I'm sure she is engaged. I'm sure. Whatever. She... She doesn't seem to really want to communicate with anybody unless she wants to, like, sell something. So, we don't really know what's going on with, uh, with Taylor Swift. Um, anyway, I was then asked, um, let's see here, I lost my spot. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. That's all the questions said. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. Their baby is really cute, guys. I have to say. After a year of giving John Mulaney endless crap um, for ending his marriage horribly and moving on with another woman and procreating very quickly, you know, gotta say, I'm eating up every ounce of John Mulaney dad-related content. Give it to me. I want it. You know? He's a very cute dad. They seem very legitimately happy. 
the problem is, is the baby's name is either Malcolm Munn or Malcolm Mullaney. Both options, not great. Worst option, Malcolm Munn Mullaney. Like if they like did like a hyphenate. So yeah, that's really all that I have to say about them. I, um, I'm loving all the content and I want to continue to uh, consume it. Um, somebody said, please talk about Wordle. I, I think today was the day that I hit my 40 day winning streak on Wordle. 40 days in a row, I've gotten the word right. Congrats to me. I think two of those days I used a clue though. Like not, like I didn't cheat, but like I would like see on Twitter like, oh no, it's a double vowel day. And then that would kind of like lead me in the right direction. Anyway, if anybody else is playing Wordle, I'm in a very active, very good Wordle group chat, but I would always love to be a part of more. So anybody add me to your Wordle group chats. If you're not playing Wordle, Wordle yet, say that like four times fast, Wordle, Wordle, Wordle. Um... If you're not playing Wordle yet, you'll really enjoy it. Play it, and then we can enter a cool group chat together. And we could just air our frustrations every day when we're trying to, like, figure out what the word, like, cynic is. Um, anyway. Uh, next, somebody asked me to talk about John Mayer. I think I already kind of did. Um, John Mayer, I think he's a good dude, but also still a douchey dude. <sighs> every time... Every time I have hope that, like, John Mayer has changed his ways. It's not the same John. It's a different John, you know? Um, every time I have hope of that, then he just does some dumb interview. Like, he just did this one with Andy Cohen where he, like, goes on this whole rant where he's like, I'm America's ex-boyfriend. And I do recognize the fact that John Mayer loves to do stand-up comedy. And I know that a lot of the times he talks, he's talking in bits you know like he's created these bits in his mind and he wants to talk about them but you know it always it never ceases to make me cringe nevertheless Alex just told me that he's gonna take me to the concert John, uh, John Mayer is coming to Las Vegas on March 11th any Vegas friends if you want to come see John Mayer with us let's go it'll be great if he plays Walt Grace, um, Walt Grace Submarine Test, I will cry. Um, so you could look forward to that. Anyway, that's all I know about John Mayer as of right now. I do not believe that he's dating anybody. Um, hopefully he finds a woman soon. Because I know that he wants that. Um, somebody said the Olympic doping scandal. And to that I say, you are barking up the wrong tree. I am terribly sorry. I do not know any information about any sports, really, at any given time. Um, it's It sounds very unfortunate for all involved. Like, it sounds like a bummer for the players that weren't doping. Their experience was diminished. It sounds... Sucky for the girl. She was like 16, right? I don't think 16-year-old to really even be able to play in the Olympics, but that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, but yeah, I don't really know anything about uh, the Olympic doping scandal. I'm sorry. Um, 
The next question uh, kind of made me laugh a little bit. Not to offend anybody who asked this question, um, I I shouldn't have laughed. And I'm sure it's prompted by the fact that I posted a picture of me at a church building on uh, Sunday. But um, I got a question in the text box that says, are you a Mormon? And first of all, it made me laugh because it was spelled like M-O-R-M-A-N. And again, no hate to the person who wrote it. Um, are you a Mormon? Um, and also just made me laugh because every time I see like an influencer post this question box that they get, um, like I feel like whenever anybody does like a Q&A and then they get the, are you a Mormon question? Like then they reshare it on their story and it's always like, a, yes, I'm a proud member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it's like a picture of them outside of the chapel and then like maybe like a link to like the church website. Um, what I'm going to do is decidedly less glam than that and just say, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I wasn't always and now I am. Isn't that cool? Um, anyway, wish I had a cooler answer for that, but I do not. Um, anyway, uh, who is the weirdest celebrity couple of all time? Um, I don't know about all time, but I think that we all need a reminder. Um, after the Super Bowl halftime show, my memory was jogged that Chelsea Handler, the comedian Chelsea Handler, and 50 Cent dated for a long time. And, like, they started dating because he visited her, like, on her show, like, as a guest. And then they, like, started flirting from there. And I truly think that they are the most unlikely celebrity couple of all time. Another one that, like, rings a bell is when Kathy Griffin, um, she didn't marry him. I think she was engaged to, uh, the co-creator of, the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak. Which, uh, speaking of hyperfixations, I did go through a phase where I, like, decided to learn everything about the Apple uh, co-founder, Steve Wozniak, and that was a weird time. He's really into, um, what's that game? He's really into, like, the first video game. I forget what it was called. He's really into Tetris, but he's also into, is it Atari? Is that the first one? I can't remember. Anyway, I went through a big Steve Wozniak phase. Probably it was when I was in high school, which is even more embarrassing. So I'm going to say uh, 2012. 2012, I wanted to learn everything about the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak. Like the less cool co-founder of Apple. Anyway, um, there's that. They were a really weird celebrity couple. Um, we lost a great one this last week. Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, even though I still think that they're kind of together. His post yesterday was misleading about, like, how she loved him unconditionally or something. I don't know. Anyways, I'm sure that wasn't a great all-time list, but that was a really... Oh, oh, oh! You know what? Weirdest celebrity couple of all time? Let me tell you. Jim Carrey dated Anchel from Cycle 7 of America's Next Top Model. There's pictures on the internet that you could see of the two of them together. And, um, oh, and then another weird one, Shaq was with Hoops from Flavor of Love, the winner of Flavor of Love. And she was very short and he was extremely tall, which I can't give a lot of brain space to it or else I get too gross. But like just the logistics of anything like that ever happening always trips me up. But anyway, 
Um, there you go. Those were some, just some weird ones. Uh, I'll post the pictures in my stories later. Um, this one was, give us a refresh of your hottest honeys of all time list that you mentioned. Um, a refresh. Okay, here we go. For nostalgia's sake, number one in my heart and in my life will always be Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. I named a child after him, which actually is going to come up soon in another question. Literally like the question next after this one. Um, named a baby after him, kind of. He'll always be top tier, hottest honey. Number two, we got Robert Pattinson. That should come as a shock to no one. Always number one in my heart. And when I say number one, I know I just gave Leonardo DiCaprio the number one spot. But again, that's more for nostalgia's sake. Nostalgia's stake. It's it's sleepy time, guys. It's 12.06 a.m. I'm sleepy. Anyway. Um, but Robert Pattinson, number one in my heart. Love him. Um, and then the next are just like in no particular order. Let's just throw some out there. Craig Manning from Degrassi. I'll always love him. Cliff from Bring It On. My loyalties belong to him for forever. Alexander Skarsgård. He's getting old. I've mentioned this recently. I'm not as into it anymore. He's transitioning from my traditional, like, tall, white, lanky man to, like, old man. I was just rewatching one of my favorite movies ever, Diary of a Teenage Girl. It's probably, like, not a movie that I should really recommend. But it is one of my favorite movies. I think it's, like, one of the best movies that talk about, like, life as a teenager. But also, it gets really weird. Anyway, Alexander Skarsgård stars in that movie. And uh, I was just reminded of, like, you know, just how good-looking he used to be. That being said, I will be at the midnight showing of The Northmen when it comes out in April. And I'm very excited. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Hot people? I don't know. My husband's super cute. What am I supposed to say here? Um, next we have, um, how did you pick your kids' names? I feel flattered by the amount of personal questions. And by the amount of personal questions, there's been like two, right? Um, my daughter's name is Piper, my oldest. She, I was watching Orange is the New Black when I was pregnant with her. And the guy on Orange is the New Black... Like, I already like the name Piper, but there was a guy in the show, like, her husband out of jail or something, called her Pipes. And I was like, that's so cute. That's, like, the cutest ever. Just little Pipes running around. Um, so I named her Piper after Orange is the New Black, which uh, after season four is horrifying because Piper becomes the villain of the show. Spoiler alert. Um, but also, wasn't she always the villain? Anyway, um, my husband really wanted to name her Harper back then, uh, but I won. And also I thought that Harper Art, like our last name is Art, I thought it was very consonant heavy, even though Piper Art is still a little consonant heavy. It's not as bad as Harper. Like it sounds like a mouthful. Anyway, next child, um, is my three-year-old son, Leo. We call him Buddy. Leo, Alex and I could not come up with a name for this baby for forever. We thought we would name him Teddy. And then one day I was at the park and there was another kid there named Teddy. Like he was going to be a Theodore. 
and I heard this mom call the baby Theodore, Theo, and Teddy. Like every time she was like referring to him. And each time I was like, oh, nope, don't like that. Don't like that. And also we really liked Milo, but I could sense that Milo was like starting to grow. Um, and then one day Alex and I were both just like really frustrated that we couldn't come up with a name yet. I felt like I wasn't bonding with the baby. And then I just started rapid firing out different names. Um, and I said, Leo. And it was like the first name that Alex didn't immediately say no to. So I was like, all right, that's it. Yep. Yep. The baby's name is Leo. Yep. Um, I thought about Leonardo to Leonardo for a second, but it was really always just Leo. After he was born, literally immediately, like upon placing him on my chest, um, my like term of endearment for men has always been Buster. Like I call my husband Buster. Like that sounds very weird, but like, do you kind of like know what I'm talking about? Like, I, I don't know. My term of endearment for men has always been Buster for some reason. I don't know why. And when they, like, when I started holding Leo for the first time, I called him Buster for a second. And my sister, who was there watching me deliver the baby, she's like, Mary, come on. You can't call him Buster, too. You call Alex Buster. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. So then I just kind of changed it, changed it to Buddy. And then from that moment forward, he was always just Buddy to me. Um, I... I feel like I probably must confuse him. Piper calls him Buddy. Um, Alex calls him Buddy. It really, like, our family calls him Buddy, like our immediate family. But if I'm out and about, I'll always kind of call him Leo. And then, like, on uh, on social media, I'll, I'll call him by his given name. Because, uh, believe it or not, when you have two names for a child, it does get confusing. But his name is Leo. We call him Buddy. Anyway, next question. Oh, wait, there's one more child. Her name is Rooney. She's a very cute baby. She's probably the best baby of all time. She's very cute, even though for some reason she has had a runny nose for the last four months of her life. Um, and she's very gross. But Rooney was a name that, like, we had just kind of heard over and over and over again throughout the years. Like, I think, so I knew somebody that just went by Rooney. It was his last name but he went by Rooney. Um, and I always thought that that was like super cool. Right after I had Piper, me and my friend were talking and I remember like she mentioned that she had heard of somebody being named Rooney and like, wasn't that so cute? And I like just had Piper and I was like, dang it. Yeah, that's cute. I wish I would have known this like a month ago. I could have named her Rooney instead of after Orange is the New Black villain. Um, so Alex and I, like, I told him, and he's like, oh, yeah, that is a cute name. So we always kind of had it on our list. After I got pregnant with Rue and we knew that she was a girl, I was trying to figure out a name for her. I really, like, was thinking, like, Sally or Willa. I really wanted Rosie for a little bit. Um, and, oh, my goodness, guys, there is a sp spider. Holy hell. What? Did the microphone pick that up? I just killed a spider with my bare hand. By bare hand, I mean I, like, touched it with my finger and now I want to vomit. Yikes. hate that. Well, well, now what do I do? Do I pause this and get the spider guts off my finger? One sec. Okay, I'm debating on whether or not I should cut that out or not, but I think I'm just going to roll with it. Whatever. Anyway, I'm back. Um, What are we talking about baby names? Uh, I wanted to name the baby names that were not Rooney. 
I was very stressed that I was going to make her life very hard. Um, and we didn't officially decide until like the hospital. Like I was pretty sure it was going to be Rooney. And I was really attached to the name Rooney Brooke. But, um, cause that's her middle name. It's like, she's named after my sisters. Cause they're, I have two sisters with a middle name Brooke. Anyway, nobody cares this much. I should stop talking. People just want to hear about pop culture. But anyway, my husband, Alex was really set on the name Rooney. So I gave him that one. And then for our next baby, it's all mine. I get full naming rights. That's why I keep telling him. He doesn't believe me, I don't think, but he should because I'm not going to give him a choice. Anyway, um, yep, that's all the children I have. I only have three. So that's the end of that question. Um, somebody jokingly woke in, wrote in, how do taxes work? And to that I say, I truly don't know. I truly don't know. Um, I don't even know why like, I spent the time to write that one out. Um, but I do love those memes that go around inevitably every year where people are like, hey, IRS, how much do I owe you? Ah, you had to figure it out yourself. Okay. What happens if I don't find it out? Like give you the right number. Oh, then you go to jail. It is always very funny to me. But tax time as of right now is still a fun time because we get money back. Yay. Um, next we have, um, can you talk about euphoria? Can I? Yes. Should I? Not really. Should I admit publicly to watching this show about teenage sexual like exploits and uh, drug use? Not really. No. But here I am. Um, Euphoria is a trash show and it hasn't been doing a great job. The story is crappy, but it is upheld by beautiful cinematography and great performances. Every actor is on their A-game um, the things that Zendaya is able to accomplish, incredible. Fezco, a diamond in the rough. I don't know where they picked him up from, but Angus Cloud, the actor that plays Fezco, I want him in our lives and on our screens for forever. Um, the Sydney Sweeney stuff makes me feel very uncomfy. I think that she's being exploited a little bit. Um, but thus far she hasn't said that she's being exploited, exploited. So I guess that's up for her to decide. Anyway, um, Euphoria has one more episode left of the season. Am I optimistic that it's going to pull the story together and give us a satisfying season finale? No, I am not. Um, but will I, uh, sneak away on Sunday night after my kids go to bed and, uh, watch it immediately after it is, um, released? Yes, I will. Anyway. I think that's all that we have for today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. My name is Mary, and I'm so glad that you came on. Um, do you like how I said my name is Mary as if I just, like, didn't talk about myself for the last 50 minutes? Um, you guys probably, like, already all knew that. But yet again, I am sleepy, and I must say goodbye to you now. Um, find us on TikTok at, at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Find us on Instagram at, at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Join our Facebook group at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Um, and we will see you next week. Let's hope that a juicy celebrity story happens in the next week, but let's hope it's not, uh, the queen's death as we should always hope. All right. Goodbye.